Hello, everyone. Welcome to Seek, Go, Create. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. This is our second anniversary. We have been in existence as a podcast for now two years, and what a two years it's been. Wow. We have been doing our best to redefine success, talking about leadership, business, ministry, for going on for right at two years now, almost to the date. And uh, I just want to thank all of you for those of you that have been along on the journey. If this is your first time with us, welcome. Glad you're here. I'll talk about some statistics and give a little overview of the two years as uh, as I wrap up. But there's a topic that I've been wanting to get into. And so we're going to go into topic first. And then towards the end, I'll talk about some things. I wanted to kind of share the the downloads we've had, the, some of the countries that we're in and the episodes and some other things like that at the end. So stick with me to the end, but listen as I share some things with our, our topic today. Uh, it's a solo episode. And let me just go ahead and give you the, uh, the title. Um, before I do that, I just want to kind of share. Most people are aware that I record from the RV, our RV Theo, and I'm doing that today. I'm in the front seat, passenger seat of, of Theo, just outside of the Atlanta area. Glory and I, my wife and I have been here in the area for a few weeks, and we have been uh, visiting and checking in on parents and family. We're only here for a few days. In fact, I had to get this recorded today because tomorrow morning we fire up the engines, we get everything tucked away, bungeed, all of that type stuff, and we are heading this RV north and then west, heading towards probably the Dakotas and Utah and some places like that. Also going to be stopping in in Colorado. So uh, it is so cool to be mobile, and we're so excited to uh, be able to do what we've done, visit, and then to head west and uh, just go some places that we love. So uh, right now, I'm in the passenger seat just outside of Atlanta. People always ask, where are you now? I get on meetings with clients and all that, and it's kind of like this... I don't know if Where's Waldo is still a current reference, but it's kind of Where's Tim now, and people always get confused. So I like to kind of set that stage. But uh, but we are celebrating today. It's our birthday, and welcome. The topic that I want to get into is, is it possible to be immune to the virus of change. And yes, I've used a couple of words in there that might be inflammatory for the times that we're in, but I'm okay with that. Hopefully it's not too soon, but we're going to be discussing and talking about, is it possible to be immune to the virus of change? And the the reason this is kind of significant to me, and, um, and there's two words that I have come at me quite a bit in the coaching world. And the words are control. Can I control and, 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 and manage all that I have that, uh, that is under me or that I have, that I have, um, that I have management over. And then kind of like the word that kind of just flows in with that is change. And that is how can I control change? How can I keep change from coming at me? And so we're going to kind of bring those two together in our topic or our conversation today. And let me give you a little bit of background. You know, we, um, We've learned a lot about ourselves in the last two years, there's no doubt. We've learned a lot about ourselves and how we deal with change because, uh, you know, in, in fall of 2019, when we started this podcast, 
I don't think that any of us, some people might claim that some people knew <laughs> the conspiracy theory folks, and I could go down that road too if you really want to. I enjoy having discussions about those things. I try to do it with the proper frame of mind, but maybe sometimes I don't. But no one that we're aware of really knew what was coming in early 2020. Late 2020, we started getting some rumblings of what was happening over in China. Early 2020, we started hearing about it. My wife traveled to Berlin, and she was with, around a number of Asians at the end of January 2020. And then February, March, bam, we all know what happened for those of us that are in North America. And I know we've got listeners in all parts of the world, so my apologies for making this USA-centric, but that's where I am most of the time, and that's where I know a large percentage of our listeners are. So all that was going on. So in October of 2019, when the first Seek Go Create podcast hit, we did not really have an inkling of what was happening. And listen, we would talk about change. We would talk about dealing with change and all that's going on in the world and maybe the political realm and in businesses. And I deal with clients and we talk about what we can do to prepare for things. But we just didn't see all of that coming. There's no doubt about that we didn't see that coming. And so I think it's kind of interesting that on this, when we're celebrating our anniversary, we're going to be talking about change and what we can do. I'll, I'll be answering the question, can we eliminate it? I'll go ahead and give you the answer to that. No, we cannot. Can we manage and control it? Possibly. Can we become immune to it? I guess in the pure sense of the word immunity, yes, we can, because we could do some things to build up our immune system so that we are not as prone to the, the, um, the challenges that can come with change. Well, to use, to keep going down the analogy that we're seeing a lot now, try to keep ourselves at least safe from it, not get down too much, and definitely not get in the hospital and definitely not fall victim to uh, losing our lives, losing our companies, businesses, whatever to it. And, uh, and I will tell you that this is a little bit hitting close to home to me. Because just recently, recording this at the tail end of uh, August in uh, 2020, uh, recording it for the October release, my wife and I, not too long ago, have just recovered from having COVID. And, and to use COVID as the example for the immunity and the virus that, uh, that we're bringing together here. And I'll tell you, it's not fun. It wasn't fun at all. And uh, neither one of us, and don't want to get controversial here, but neither one of us have chosen to, uh, to get injected with, uh, with uh, the vaccines that they're calling them. We have chosen just to kind of see what happens and wait and watch. And we feel as if we lead a pretty socially distanced lifestyle. And uh, we also feel as if we have built up our immune systems pretty well. Well, I will tell you that COVID hit pretty hard. I was in a conference with a number of people. I had four to five days that were not fun, about another five days that I was recouping. But I will say this, that I feel better today than I felt in about four or five years. I don't know if uh, really focusing on some things around that time helped. I don't know if just... Uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe purging the system of a lot of things. I've changed a little bit with my diet and changed a little bit with my regimen and some things that we're taking. We we took all natural things during that time, didn't take any of the other experimental uh, uh, drugs that are out there, and, uh, and we're doing very well. Uh, and so it does hit close to home to me, and I totally acknowledge 
that uh, that the virus has impacted people in some in many negative ways. And I do know that there's been some deaths and all that. We've had some people in our circle that have that have died from that and also from other things related to it that I won't get into here, somewhat controversial. But I'm not really wanting to talk about that. I'm just wanting to use it as an analogy because I think it's fresh. It's fresh in my mind and it's fresh in others' minds. And that is to use change and can we be immune to change in the current world and system that we live in. And again, I don't think we can avoid it, but I think we can build up our immune system. So we're going to talk about that. And let me tell you how this came up. The, 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 the items that I want to talk about came up because I was recently asked to write an article discussing change. And I've been working on that article, but as I was working on it, I said, hmm, you know, it fits real well with something that I just did. And actually just yesterday morning at the time I'm recording this, I actually went and spoke live to a group and I spoke to a group of around 20 or 25 that were live. They had another, I think, maybe 10 people that joined via Zoom. It was a local Rotary Club in the town that I'm in, just east of Atlanta here. And let me tell you, it was such a joy to be around a group of people. And, and everyone, I, I, they haven't been meeting live that long. They were virtual for a while. They asked me to speak to them back while they were doing virtual. I said, you know what? I'm in town about three or four times a year checking in on parents. So if you'd like to, let's schedule it maybe when I could physically come. And I'm so glad we did because it was so nice to just meet for breakfast and gave a 30-minute talk. And the topic that I'm going to be going into today really kind of spilled into it. I'm, I'm really doing a mashup is what I'm doing between the article I was writing on change and the talk that I did for this Rotary Club and just some other things I've been thinking about. I don't even know if mashup is the right term and that might date me, but you know, kind of like when you take two songs and put them together. So I'm actually doing a mashup here on this episode of all of those, the talk that I did and the, um, and the article that I'm in the midst of writing because I think it is so appropriate for this anniversary show. And I believe it's so appropriate for where we all are now with all that's going on. As I said before, I am not in any way stating that we can put ourselves in a position to avoid or repel or not deal with change. In fact, I'll go so far to say that if you are one of these personalities that attempts to remove change from your life, I highly doubt that you're listening to the Seek, Go, Create podcast. But if you are, if you happen to have just stumbled in, then I just want to tell you, that in all the years I've been coaching and all the years I've been working in business and starting businesses, working with companies, interacting with people, I have never seen that it is possible to avoid change. In fact, I would almost say that the rate of change is accelerating. And I don't think it's accelerating just at a linear level or just at an incremental level. I believe it's accelerating exponentially. And so we really do need to immunize ourselves, to prepare for it, to do whatever we can to deal with change. And listen, part of what I do as a coach for, you know, to do strategies with businesses and organizations is when I go in, we're talking about what can we do to prepare for it. Most of what I'm doing here is going to be talking about individually, how we can do, how we can prepare. But uh, the same principles apply for organizations and companies and businesses. So, uh, so anyway, you can't avoid it. 
And I do want to apologize. I, I hope that you're still listening if you've been offended with me using the example of COVID. I hope it's not too soon. I hope that we can begin talking about lessons that we've learned from all of this. But, uh, but I did want to just use this as an example. So, so one of the things that I want to state here early on before I get to three, possibly four words and some teaching points underneath each word is that individuals and organizations, we must, again, not avoid and not just change for the sake of change. I have been around some leaders in some organizations where there is this constant chaos of change that's going on, constantly bringing things into the fold and bringing them around just to create chaos, to keep people uh, maybe they get, you know, part of their personality is fed from it. I was that way at one point. I just loved when new things were happening, when there's an energy to starting something. And unfortunately, it, it, it prevents us from finishing. It prevents us from moving forward and getting some things done when we're constantly bringing new things and change in. The odd thing with what's going on in the world now is that we don't really have to try real hard to have change coming at us at a rapid pace. We've got technology, we've got our, our devices, we've got all of these things coming at us and then add the layers of all that's happening in the world. We really don't have to try that hard. So, but what we don't do, like I said earlier, is we don't try to avoid it. In fact, we really need to kind of with an open hand, with our open mindset, I guess I'll use the word embrace. We don't pursue change, but we embrace it when it comes our way. Because if we try to repel it and try to ignore it, I'll tell you that it can be one of these things. I'll go back to the virus example. It can come back to bite you even worse if you don't do somewhat of an embrace and prep preparation for it. So that's really what I wanted to say about uh, organizations. And all we're looking to do here, and again, I'm, I'm going down this uh, virus virus analogy, all we really want to do is we want to do the things far in advance and do those things right when we're faced with change to build up our systems, to build up our structures. If we want to call them our immune systems, that's fine so that we can deal with it better. That does not mean that we may not be rocked. That does not mean that we won't have something that comes our way that we don't know how to deal with it. All we're looking to do is to flex our muscles, build up our systems, have structures in place, have some, have some I guess, a, a roadmap so that we can actually handle it better. And so this is going to be kind of interesting because I've never thought about the title of our show in this way. But I'll tell you that the roadmap the way we're going to build up our systems, the way we're going to build up our immunity is we're going to look at three words. We're going to talk about seek, go, and create. And then there's one other word I'm going to add at the end of it. And I have given the origins of how we came up with that name. That was a show that we did in January of 2020, right before everything changed in the world. Kind of ironic there. So if you're listening in and you want to know how we came up with that name, how those words came to me. I'm not going to go over that here. Go back to that episode. It's the origin story, we called it. It's right before we started interviews and really doing a lot of interviews with uh, some of our guests. Go back and listen to that. I'm just going to talk about those three words and how they can help us in dealing with and becoming 
becoming immune to change. So let's dive in. Let's talk about the word seek. And, uh, and one other thing, I want to give people a little clue. You know, when I do interviews, if you've listened to some of our podcasts, I will actually ask our guests at, at the end of each show, Seek, Go, Create is our name. Which one of those words resonates or jumps out at you or is more critical at this time to you than the other two and why? And I've asked that question now, I think, 80 plus times with our guests. And I want to tell you that I've never answered the question myself at the end of this episode as we wrap up. I will answer the question for Tim, which one of these three words resonates or is more critical to me. But right now I'm just going to do some teaching and talk about each one of them. So let's go into it. Seek. That's the first word in our title of Seek, Go, Create. And I recently put together a lot of words that I believe are ways of describing seek. So let me give you what these words are, and I'm just going to kind of rattle these off. So they're going to be quick. So if you're listening in, you might want to have you might want to hit that 15 second or 30 second rewind. But this is how I look at the word seek: pursue with passion, desire, search, demand, chase, track down, explore, search for and find something, go after. Strive to find, attempt to find something, chase, uh, dig, dig for, track down, explore, um, pursue with passion. I love that one. Uh, vigorously pursue, aim and strive after, go to or towards, all of those. And there's many more under the word seek. Let me tell you why seek is so important with what we're talking about here as far as dealing with change. I recognized years ago that I was one of these guys that I was a man of action. And sometimes that's really, really good, but sometimes that's a challenge. I would be going, 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 going. And I would never take time to pause and think and seek. And I have come to realize for me, for leaders that I interact with and I coach, for heads of organizations, for people probably like you, that in our culture, in our society, in our world today, in all likelihood, we do not take, as, take enough time, take as much time as we should to just be still, to be quiet, to, be, to, to think, to seek wisdom. I'm a spiritual guy. Y'all know that. We bring ministry in here. I believe this is a time of prayer. Could be a time of meditation. Could be a time of study could be a time of just learning more, could be a time just to pause, maybe let some more data gather so that you can see if something is the right thing to do. But here's what I have found. One of the most powerful ways for me to build up my system when change comes at me is to spend some time seeking, spend some time being still, Spend some time being quiet. For me, that rhythm looks something like this. For you, it might look different. But for me, it's one of the first things I do in the morning is I just spend some quiet time. I've got my remarkable tablet that I have that I journal in and write in. And I usually have, I have Bible software. I have my Bible with me. I usually take some time to seek things in what's my faith foundation, which is the Bible. And, and I also like to spend some time journaling in what I call my prayer, where I actually talk to God. And I'll ask questions like, what's my assignment today? What should I be working on today? Is there anything, God, that you need to tell me? And I try to pause and listen, because sometimes personalities like ours, we don't like to take time to listen. 
I like to take time, pause, and listen. And, and that is critical for me. I really encourage business owners, leaders, leadership teams that I work with to have some silent thinking time built into their calendars throughout the week, throughout the day. Sometimes if you're working in a business setting, it's important to maybe close the door if you're able to, go to a quiet place, go sit in your car or whatever, and do that during your day. Meditate, quiet time. Uh, there's another thing that I like to do. This is kind of an extra little thing for me. And I've got a Bible app called Dwell. I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but it, it bears repeating that the Sermon on the Mount is about 15 minutes long. And it's from Matthew 5 to 7 in the Bible. And it's basically Jesus doing one of his sermons that the longest sermon I think that's put, put in one place in the Bible. And he's just doing his teaching. And, and so I like to listen to that being read via this app. And I sit down, try to be still, try to be quiet, and just let it soak in. And so that's one thing that I do. But find something that works for you that allows you to seek, that allows you to be still, that allows you to think, that allows you to, to allow for other things to come into your system, your spirit, your soul, so that... Uh, if there is something that you're doing, you're moving quickly, it's just a way to pause. And if there's something that's coming up, if you're a praying type, it allows maybe the Lord to say, why don't you stop? Why don't you slow down? That's what it does for me. Um, maybe if you don't have that belief system, that's cool. But it's something where you can kind of have this check, your gut, your instinct that says, hmm, Maybe that's not what you should be working on today. Maybe you shouldn't open up that business. Maybe you shouldn't hire that person. Maybe this is a time to just wait. That is critical. I believe when we're dealing with a lot of change and things coming at us, again, remember what we're doing. We're trying to build up our immune system. We're trying to build up our system and have them some tools and all in place so that when things are coming at us, we've got a way to deal with them. Being still, seeking, a powerful way to do that. Seek, seek, seek. All right, so that's seek in our, uh, it's not a formula, and I don't, I don't think this is really in order, but I will say that that's important. Let's look at word number two, and if you have listened to the podcast, you know that word number two is go. Let me rattle off some definitions of the word go for you that I've written down so that you've got a big picture. And then we'll talk about a few things that I believe will help us deal with change related to the word go. Go, advance, journey, break free, pierce or run through to transport oneself, move toward or away from something, enter in to let oneself loose. I like cut loose. I should have written that down. Going away, venture, passage, go away to enter in, depart, not sitting still. Move, advance, move forward or with conviction. I repeated one there. And then move in a purposeful way. So go. Now, let me tell you the way this kind of works for me. I used to be go, go, go. And I've already shared with you kind of what happened with me is that I would get myself in some situations that probably I was maybe a little bit uh, ahead of myself or ahead of, ahead of what I needed to be doing. And so for me, I needed to sit down and seek first before I go. And, uh, but I also want to acknowledge that there are people 
that they may want uh, 100% of the information to be in place before they take action. There's a lot of people that they take action and then they figure it out as they go. You know, the ready, set, aim or ready, aim, fire, ready, fire, aim type people. And so I think you need to kind of know yourself. Are you a person that you're like me? Go, go, go. That you need to kind of flip that a little bit and do a little bit more of the seek first. Or are you a person that is really slow to take action? And neither one of them is good or bad. In fact, I think teams and organizations need both and they need to communicate well. But you need to identify that. That's really where someone like myself or a coach can help because there are leaders that I've seen that they're slower to take action and we need to kind of move move the, them and the organization forward. And again, like I've said, there's some that we need to kind of slow down and maybe peel away some of the things that we are taking action on. So go is very important. It really is basically taking action from those things that you've gotten while you're seeking thinking and being still. It's in that quiet time, what are some of the instructions that you've been told to take action on? So that is go. Now, many of you know that for my wife and I, go means a lot more than that because we are a go into the world travelers. We've been really nomads and traveling since 2013. So go means a lot for us. For some of you, it might mean that. It might mean that wherever you've been geographically, it might be time to do something different. One of the byproducts of the last few years when people have done work from home, I believe we're going to see a lot of people moving around. They're going to be going different places. They recognize that they could do their work. They could do their business, whatever, from different locations. And so if they've been in a large city, they might feel like they want to get themselves and their family to a smaller place, smaller town, change their lifestyle. For us, it was kind of interesting, you know, two years ago, a little over two years ago is when we moved, almost three years, in fact, sorry. So when we moved into our RV and started traveling, we weren't really sure why. I mean, you know, we've enjoyed it and we love seeing places. But then all of a sudden the pandemic hit. And really, I'll tell you that moving into an RV came to us during some quiet, still time that we were seeking. and But we didn't know why. We didn't understand it. And then all of a sudden, March 2020 hits, and we're looking at each other, my wife and I, and we're going, huh, I wonder if we were being prepared for this. That is the power of seeking. And then when you get the instruction, you go, sometimes not knowing why. And so Glory and I now are mobile, we love being around cities, but you know, when there's a pandemic going on, sometimes that's not the best place to be. So we've spent some time in some smaller towns and some uh, more rural areas. And uh, so that's kind of what go has meant for us. That is not Tim saying everybody needs to move into an RV and start traveling. No. And in fact, the, the, the RV locations have been crowded. Don't do it unless you hear that in your seek time. But, uh, but it does mean to listen because uh, a lot of people are called to specific geographic areas, and then a lot of people need to kind of move, relocate, and go somewhere else. Don't do it unless you're hearing some, you're hearing that direction in quiet time. So go, go's important, take action, do something after you get that seek, after you get that uh, instruction. So that's go, seek, go. And you know what the last one is, it's this word create. And let me read some of the definitions of the word create. 
originate, manifest, manifest, excuse me, formed, build from nothing, compose, prepare, design, make ready, generate, invent, born anew, bring to life. I love that one. Prepared, um, formed. I think that's a repeat of that one. Bring to fruition, produce from nothing, to form, to form out of pre-existing matter, build, born anew, bring into being and develop. Uh, some of those are repeated. I apologize. I've got a long list here. I love to form out of pre-existing matter because that was, I, I believe, the formation of this word create and the instructions that I got. And it was that I believe, and if you're listening in, there's a good chance you believe the same, that we are created. And when we are created, we were created in the image of our creator. And therefore, if we were created by a creator, then we should create also. Now, I've shared this before, but I didn't really think as an engineer, as more of a technical person, uh, more of a strategy guy, I did not think that I should create but yet, a few years later, here I am with podcast, YouTube channel, just finished writing a novel, working on a few more. And, and also what I recognize is, you know, I, I'm a strategic coach for leaders and leadership teams. You know, when we create strategy, that's creation. When some of you create businesses, that's creation. When you are working on new ways of doing things in the organizations that you're in, that is creating. And so one of the things I found is that seek, go, create, is that when we get in that creation mode, I shared this with the group I spoke to yesterday, it's almost like, I'll pull in kind of a non-spiritual example, it's almost like we're reaching Maslow's, that, uh, that pinnacle of his hierarchy of needs, which is self Mm, it's not self-awareness. It's like, uh, it, it's that, it's the pinnacle. It's the top. The name just escaped me. Sorry. Um, it's, um, it's, uh, it's that top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs where, where we self-actualization, that's what it is. I knew it would come to me. Self-actualization where we are being all that we were created to be. And isn't that our desire? Isn't that where we're really headed? And again, remember, we're talking about this as it relates to change. And, and we can have things come at us. We can have things change. We can have things rock us as we are moving towards what we believe we were created to do and as we're creating. But you know what? If we're focused on it, if we feel strongly about it based on the quiet time we've had, if we're in motion and there's momentum that's being developed, if we're going, then you know what? It's harder for that change to hit us and knock us off track. And so that's why create is so important. And I believe, I used to say that there are creators out there. There's the artist of the world, there's the writers and all of that. I believe that all of us, you, me, all of those folks around us, that we were created to create. The tough thing is seeking and spending quiet time to identify what it is we're supposed to go and start doing to then build and create. Now, I do want to say one other sidebar because I noticed this from years back is that many of us can get into what I would call a maintenance mode. And that is just dealing with the minutia that we all have to deal with in this world. You know, basic things of taking care of stuff and repairing things that need to be repaired and, and those things. I do want to say that you need to be mindful of how much time on your calendar you're spending in those items versus what we would call really creating, 
creation time. Because to me, most of those things that are maintenance really drain us and keep us from moving towards those things we're assigned to do. But when we get in creation mode, like what I'm doing now, my voice starts getting faster. I get excited. I feel like I'm creating something. It's my hope and desire that it ministers and blesses someone that's listening. I get excited about it. So when I click finish record here in just a few moments, I have created something. When I finish writing, I've created something. And I believe that it gives most people energy when they create. It's uncomfortable for some of us. Some of us, it's not what we really are wired to do. But once we do that, boy, there's power in that. And there's a real sense of accomplishment and self-actualization that Maslow talks about. So seek, go, create. I'm going to add one more word that was part of what I got years ago when I got this title and all of that. And that is the word now, because it is so easy when we're talking about improving our health and let's say losing weight, which they have said with, uh, with, you know, COVID that a lot of the hospitalizations that uh, I think 80 something percent, I'm sorry, I don't have that percentage. A lot of the hospitalizations, people were obese and overweight. A lot of the fatalities, there was obesity was one of the common things they're noticing. And listen, all of us could lose a few pounds. I'm trying to lose a few myself, but I'm doing all that I can to eat and exercise so that at least weight is not one of those issues. And one of the things that let's just say, if we're hearing that, it's so easy to say, well, okay, I'm going to start that in the future. I'm going to start it later. Well, the fourth word that I want to give you is the word now. Seek, go, create now. Don't wait. Um, now, when I say the word now, it, it might mean quiet time. It doesn't mean necessarily hustling and going out and doing something. It might mean just start pausing and being still and quiet. But don't wait. Don't delay. Because you never know when a virus is going to come. You know, I would venture to say that many of us, if we could go back to January of 2020, and we were told what was going to happen, and we probably would have not believed it, truthfully, if we told, were told what was going to happen in the world over the next few years, we've gone, you've got to be kidding me. We're going to do a lockdown. We're going to, you know, come up with, you know, shots that we're going to be giving people so quickly and all. Now, I don't think we would have believed any of that, that people were going to be wearing masks. No, no one would have necessarily believed that. But yet here we are. And so there are things that are going to be coming in the future that we need to begin preparing for. For me, seek, go, create is a great way to become immune. I'm hopeful that it is for you, but the word now needs to be added to that. Seek, go, create now. So I'm hopeful that this is helpful to you and you can think about it. Again, this is not a formula. This is not something I'm saying this is the way you've got to do it, but I believe with those three words, it can help us build up those immune systems. So thank you for letting me share that. I, I, um, I will continue talking about those words. It's the title. But before I wrap up, I want to really go back and talk some about the last two years because I have had a blast. Had someone told me two years ago how fun podcasting would be that we did for the first year. And then when we had our one-year anniversary a year ago, we started a YouTube channel. So now we're on YouTube and we're capturing the videos. Had someone told me how great this was going to be, I would have started it sooner. I would have now, I would have jumped into it much sooner. But this has been 
So much fun. And I want to continue thanking all of our guests we've had. I believe I counted early. We've got, we've had 81 interview shows. We have had 123 episodes, depending on how we count them, as of this episode that's being released right now in early October. And I'll tell you, every one of them I have enjoyed. I get finished doing them. I go back and I tell my wife, I love doing this. It is so fun to me. I, I enjoy doing the solo episodes, but I really dig doing the interviews and talking to people and pulling out information and learning myself. And I've got a curiosity that I really love talking to different people. So we have had 123 episodes, like I just said, 81 of those have been interviews. The others have been solo episodes or something like that. We have had over 30,000 downloads. We've had two hosting areas. We combined those. I think we did them well, but 30,000 downloads. Thank you for all those downloads. And this number jumped more than that this morning when I checked. But when I wrote this out, over 9,000 listeners, 9,000 listeners. That's people like you that's listening in. And I thank you so much. That doesn't even count people that have listened in on Facebook and some of the social medias. That doesn't count YouTube. That is just the podcast metrics. And I am so humbled and overjoyed that we have. I mean, I would almost do it if no one listened, but boy, it makes it so much better knowing all of you are out there listening and uh, just participating. So, Anyway, I so appreciate it. We're keeping on going. We've got so many great interviews that are lined up. <clears throat> We've got some special things that we're kind of bubbling. We haven't quite gotten it taken care of that we're going to be doing during the month of December of 2020, where we're taking our team. And there's some things that I'm really turning over the microphone to them. And so I'm excited about that. And I just love what we're doing. One of the things that I do continue asking, and I'm about to get to answering the question, seek, go, create, which one's more important to me in just a moment. But before I do, I want to continue encouraging all of you to let us hear from you. You know, we're on all of the social channels. We're seek, go, create everywhere, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, we're also on Instagram. And, uh, and we're on YouTube and all the po podcast platforms. I so love it when we get some feedback. I so love it when people make comments. I love it when we get a, uh, um, uh, you know, when someone gives a testimonial or anything like that, when they make comments on our web website. Thank you for doing that. If you have not done it and you've been listening for a while, please go comment. Let us know. Say, hey, I like this. You can tell us what you don't like. We'd welcome that too. But thank you for doing all that because one of the things that we are looking to do, and, and if you've got thoughts on this, I'm open to it. We are looking to identify how we can engage and interact with you more than we currently are. Because many times this does seem kind of like a one-way conversation, and I love doing two-way conversations. That's why I love the interview format so much. So please let us know what we can do. We're considering adding text lines and some call-in lines and, and doing some other things so that we can interact. And so, uh, so thank you for doing that. Continue sharing, continue downloading, continue listening. So with all of that, with talking about all of the anniversary and seek, go create now and how we can become immune to change and the virus that we call change. I will now probably not a drum roll, but drum roll, uh, answer the question as if you were to ask me, Tim, seek, go create, which one of those 
jumps out or is more impactful or, or resonates more with you. And I will say I love all those words, no doubt. But to me, the word seek is most important. And here is why. Like I said earlier, I'm, I'm kind of a take action guy. And in my spiritual walk, I've had the conversation with God where, where he has said, hey, listen, I've given you ideas and you just take off and go. I really do think that we should work on these together. This is me in God's voice, him talking to me. And, uh, and so for me, the quiet, still time of seeking of gaining that wisdom, of listening to God, that is most critical for me. So I would answer the question that the foundation for me is that word seek, and then from seek, it is go and create. I love to know what it is for you. And so down in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook or anything, let me know, seek, go, create which one of those words is most important or resonates the most with you. There is no wrong answer. There isn't. So uh, anyway, thank you so much. Thank you for listening in. Uh, we're new episodes every Monday morning on the podcast. We get them up on YouTube around the same time. Until next time, continue seeking, continue going, continue creating, and continue being all that you were created to be. Oh,